now we're here. We're here now. Yeah. The music just played. The music just finished, and now the episode's beginning. Yay. I'm Ashley. And I'm Skylar. And this is the first time. This is the first time. So yeah, we talk about movies that we watch for the first time, either Skylar or I... Or TV shows. Yeah, just or, anything. Literally yeah. anything. Yeah, it's but. mainly movies right now since we're in a pandemic still. Uh, going strong five months. We've been uh, gone for a little bit, but, you know, just because things have been happening and we got stressed and we took a break. Yeah. Well, today we're talking about a brand new Hulu film. An original Hulu production. I don't think it was originally supposed to go to Hulu. It absolutely wasn't supposed to. You're right. We watched Palm Springs. Ooh, Andy Samberg. Yep. Uh, what's her name? Christine. Yeah, it's Christine Meloti. Yeah, I really liked it. But I really liked it, too. It's just, you know, it's nice. But we'll get into that later. Um, right now, we're just doing a little catch-up. There's, like, so much happening, and then... Um, but then there's nothing happening here. <laughs> like, every day, mean? like, in, in our, our apartment. apartment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, the only thing that I <laughs> feel like has been happening is me looking at houses and apartments that are bigger than ours right now, because I... <laughs> Yeah, I'm like uh, realizing uh, how small our apartment is because it was it would have been quarters. fine if this never happened and we just continued yeah, living our lives. Obviously. Yeah. Since we have been locked up together for five months, we have begun to realize this space is incredibly small for two people to coexist and work from home together. Yeah. Because I feel like I mean, I was working from home before. And it was fine because yeah. you were like going to work every day, and yeah, it was nice because nice we had a normal spaces. life. Yeah, yeah. Like, and go and I go into the office, and you'd work from home, and right at the end of the day, I'd come home, and we'd spend the night together. Which like we try to still do. Like I try to like let her work and stuff, but it's hard when there's nothing going on, especially when I'm not working and. I just want to like a companion <laughs> when I'm like bored, you know? So it's hard because I know I can't bother her, but also I'm a child. So <laughs> I'm like a young brained child that wants to run around and draw on the walls. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't know how distracting they are. Nope. I don't. I, I wish I wish I could be less distracting. Ah! But um, and I do. I in my brain, I'm like, stop it. I made a man cave in the garage, so I'll, like I'll sometimes just go out and lock myself out there, just because it's perfect. It's great. I love being locked in a garage. Yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna talk about Palm Springs. As always, there's spoilers. Spoilies. Palm Springs is kind of like one of those movies where you're just stuck in the same day. Yeah, and I think it's perfect for what's happening now because every it day... It does kind of feel like we're stuck in the same day yeah. every single day. Like, I feel like I'm still in March, kind of. Yeah, the only thing that's changing is, like, the content we're able to watch on our phones and right. on our TVs. But besides that, same thing every Everything day. feels like a weird time capsule right now, too, especially in L.A. because... I was like talking to you about this the other day when we were driving there, like all the billboards are the, still for like shows and movies that were in March or like yeah. have already come out. Yeah. And it's so strange because those billboards change like weekly. Yeah. Like Normally, in LA. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's wild. You just go outside. You're like, uh, how has it been seven years since right? March? Yeah. Palm Springs. <laughs> it's like kind of like a groundhog day movie. Like we said, where you're, it's a time loop and you, every time, they fall asleep. They wake up at the, the beginning of the day. At, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's like a wedding day. Yeah. So it's the main character. Like the main character is Andy Samberg and he's a guest at the wedding because his girlfriend is like in the wedding. Yeah. Andy Samberg's character is Niles. Yeah. His name is Niles. And then there's also. Misty is his girlfriend. Misty. who is just her. She's very funny. She's like, ah! <laughs> she's just what like you, you know <laughs> she's so great super annoying but also like such a good character yeah it's one of those like annoying in a <laughs> funny way like it, it isn't like oh she's so annoying she's like oh like she's, you know she's just like a good um representation of like girls who are similar to her yeah she was great she did um, a good job yeah 
And then what's the um, Sarah is the main character. Yeah, the, so uh, Sarah's the main female character. Um, the girl. She's the sister of the bride. So it's just about them, um, because Sarah kind of gets into an entanglement. Yeah, with- an entanglement. <laughs> So what happens is Andy Sandberg walks up and gives like a speech and saves her because she didn't know she was supposed to give a maid of honor speech. And so they kind of like hit it off and they go out to like get in an entanglement in the middle of Palm Springs on some rocks and then bam, hit in the shoulder by an arrow. Right. Yeah. He gets shot by uh, Andy Sandberg. Yeah. J.K. Simmons shows up and shoots him in the arm with an arrow. And then he like disappears into this like weird cave and then Niles goes into it. And then Sarah comes up behind him and is like looking for him because obviously she's like, what the the hell? hell? This guy just got shot by an arrow and is like going away from me. And Niles is like, yeah, he's like, don't come in here. And then obviously she goes in there because why wouldn't she? No, I mean, yeah, you'd want to see like that'd be confusing. And then she like wakes up up at the beginning of the day. And um, the next scene is like her freaking out and like trying to fight Niles because she is very confused as to what's going on. Yeah. Like everyone thinks she's bonkers. And of course, so like that's when you get into the normal groundhog day type stuff where they, she first, she has to realize what it is. Then he explains it to her, like how he stumbled into the cave. She hates it so much. You know, she's like denying it. And eventually she she like thinks that she has to do something like selfish or self, uh, right. selfless right and then like the whole time she's all cocky about it and then like the next day she wakes up and she's just like nothing matters okay she, yeah she thinks it's like a karma thing like yeah. because she's a shitty person she's in this situation which actually plays into like a big twist later which i thought they were gonna play because i kept like they they hinted to it a couple times where they'd be like oh you weren't in your room this morning and it was right. like and like she kept waking up in a room so where was she she was in her sister's Soon to be husband's bed. They had slept together the night before. That's so fucked up. It was messed up. And that's the thing. Like she had, she got stuck in this loop. And so she kept waking up in his bed. But the whole time she was going out and hanging out with Niles in this time loop. And she started falling for Niles. Like they got, they became friends. They started going around and doing weird stuff. They did like a, uh, uh, what's that called when they, you'd go and show up somewhere random and bust out and, uh, dancing like flash mob. Yeah. They, the two of them flash mobbed a bar. bar. That was super funny. (laughs) That was so funny. They like hit everyone's cups down and flipped them all off (laughs) as they like ran out. (laughs) Um, yeah, it was so good. good. When they introduced JK Simmons character, that's one of my favorite scenes. When he walks up and they start talking and he's like, oh, yeah, that guy's got a little cocaine over there. And the, the guy's oh. giving a speech. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Andy Samberg walks up over the guy as he's giving a speech, reaches into his pockets, he's pulls like, out the coke. He's yeah. like, you're right. Let's go. And the two of them just yeah. walk off in front of they everyone. Just, I think they, it was like coke and shrooms or something. Uh, I feel like they did shrooms. so good. They definitely did shrooms because... Yeah, they tripped. They were tripping because yeah, there's no way they were just doing cocaine. Although I'm pretty sure Andy Samberg had a like OD'd at the end of it, like when he like fell over it in front of the cave, and he was like, "Wait, no, don't go in." He was like, "I think I did too much." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the I really like how this relationship between the two main characters plays out. You know, Sarah's obviously in denial about the whole situation, and. She's a very determined person and Niles is just like, this is my life now. I don't care. And he's accepted it. Yeah. Sarah just kind of shows him a different way. And eventually Sarah, she finds she has a theory that if they like explode inside the cave, if they like blow themselves up in the cave, then it'll like break this loop that they're in. Yeah. Well, the the thing is then they fall in love they um they finally sleep together for the first time and then they wake up the next morning and they have like an awful day and it's because you're all happy that they just finally slept together the first time after an hour watching this movie or more after the sexual tension just keeps building uh, it's so palpable and then they finally cut it and with uh, sex and then she wakes up and that's when you find out the reveal of her sleeping with right. the the her sisters it? Yeah, the groom. That's what I was trying to say. The groom. Yeah. But um, that's what kind of sets her off again because Niles is all happy. He's all like, yeah, like I've found somebody in this time loop. I'm here with somebody I love. 
And she's freaking out because she wakes up in the bed every morning of this groom and it reminds her of how shitty of a person she is. And that's why she starts to try to find out a way out harder than Niles. And that's when she starts to study physics. It's literally just like a montage of her just being like a smart person for like five minutes it's amazing yeah well just like like, yeah talking to all these experts like you know reading books theorizing everything and um eventually comes to the conclusion that if they blow themselves up within the cave in the three seconds it takes them to get through the cave to reset the loop it'll reset it and they will be free yeah she tested on a goat yeah so um she was like i don't know if the goat's okay but it happened. <laughs> yeah, the goat's gone. So. Um, but yeah, that the night they like had sex, they had done shrooms. Yep. And they were like sitting. This is my theory. They were sitting there, and uh, Niles like looks up at the sky, and he's like, "Whoa!" And Sarah's like, "Whoa, do you see that?" And it's just dinosaurs. Like they just see dinosaurs like in the distance, like, like walking by. Yeah. And they're, they just, like, stare at it for a while. And then it's, like, the it's next cool. scene or whatever. Yeah. And then it's, like, you know, dinosaurs, whatever. You're tripping. Yeah. You know? It just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> they're in a time loop. Yeah. Dinosaurs. Come so, on. So, but at the end of the movie, once it shows them, like, out of the time loop, the camera pans out to be, it's, like, a drone shot coming out of, like. They're, they're floating in a pool yeah. on these two pizza-shaped floaties. Yeah. So, it's, like, a drone shot coming out of that, and then it eventually, like, pans up into the distance, and there's dinosaurs. So, my theory is that the shrooms helped them see that there was a. Um, like a life outside of what they were currently living because like, you know, it's a psychedelic. So people take them to be on just like a different wavelength. Open their third eye. Exactly. My theory is that they saw into like a different world and it was like an illusion to, it was like alluding to the world that they needed. They would end up in. in Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why the dinosaurs are still there. Every time loop was taking them to a slightly alternate dimension than the one they had been in last is what it's like based off of your theory is what I'm thinking. Or this is what on what you're saying. I'm kind of like also theorizing is that like each time loop was a different dimension that had little slight alternate things that like you wouldn't really notice unless you spent like. Uh, more than a day in it like but if you just spend a day in it it's going to be exactly the same as the other dimensions except for like the one that you they like when they're tripping in the the desert and they're together and they're like seeing the same thing they're looking to the dimension like you're saying that's like their ultimate destination their yeah. happiest destination yeah because and they that are the happiest in that moment dinosaurs in it and then, like, that's, like, their destination that, like, they're seeing through all the other dimensions to one that's, like, oh, that's, like, that's weird dinosaurs. But, like, in the end, that's where they end up together happy because that's, like, their ultimate destination. That's their ultimate dimension. Right. I mean, that's a pretty cool idea. I When I first thought saw it, I was, like, oh, those dinosaurs are also stuck in a time loop. But then I thought about it. I was, like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> like... Because then when they'd be stuck in the day back in like the prime the primordial era, uh, they would be back stuck in their own day. I I've been trying to think of like a way like oh how would dinosaurs walk into a time loop and end up in May of the May ninth of twenty nineteen or whatever time it was when they were filming it. Uh, I like that idea more. That's more like your idea is more like it's it's it has like a beauty to it. Like it, it makes, it makes it. I think it seems more fantastical. Yeah. It's more fantastical and more beautiful of like an idea. Mine's just like, oh, they walked into it and the dinosaurs are also stuck in that day. <laughs> They're also all stuck in that day. If you walk through it. Every, then by that theory, it, the dino, why would the dinosaurs be there in the world? Like, oh no, I, I they am, broke free from. No, I know exactly. Why would they be there? No, that's, that's just what I thought. When I first saw it at that time, I think your theory makes way more sense. But when I first saw it, I was just like, the dinosaurs, they're also in a time loop. But that wouldn't make any sense. So you're right. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just also love like um, the relationship between J.K. Simmons and um, Niles. Like they, he hates him, but he like. <laughs> what is J.K. Simmons' character name? Because um, we can't refer to like the actor and then the Roy. Roy. So Roy and Niles. Once Roy walked through the thing, he was a little pissed that he was stuck on the same day forever because he's not going to be able to watch his kids grow up and all this stuff. And that's something you find out later when Niles goes to visit Roy at his house and Roy is not happy. But they have like a discussion in their backyard and it's just kind of like talking about how it's like nice to be able to sit there and enjoy a happy day. One regular happy day with your wife and your kids. And then... uh Roy goes and uh, shoots Niles in the head with an arrow in a recycling bin. Right. There's a lot of uh, gaps here, though, because I was thinking the whole time about how these people, like, who are also stuck in the time loop with them are, like, advancing, but then also, like, they restart the day technically, too. Well, that's why it would be, like, different dimensions, and, like, every one Uh, of them, everything that they did in that dimension holds true, like, for, like, the rest of their lives, I guess, but like they get reset, especially the ones where they die. They're just dead and the family members have to like deal with that. Andy Sandberg said or Niles at one point was asked like what he used to do. And he had been in there so long that he couldn't remember what he had, what he used to do. Right. And I don't know if it was because he was high or drunk, but it seemed like he really couldn't because, um, Sarah's character was like bullshit. She was like giving him crap for that, but they never like talked about it again. And I actually think he couldn't remember. Like he was, had been in there for so long, he had forgotten his other life. This was his life now, and like that's all he could remember. Right. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, did Andy Samberg write this movie? No, but um, it was a Lonely Island production. Oh. Um, let me see. Oh, and Andy, Andy Sarah, 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 sounds like Tiara with an S. Sarah, Sarah. I was like, for a second, I was like, oh, he did. Oh, no, it's just another Andy. Yeah, I thought it was good. I'm a huge fan of Andy Samberg. Literally love anything that he touches. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, Let's see producers. Yeah, there's Akiva and there's Jorma. Oh, what? Oh, Akiva and Jorma are the other two members of Lonely Island. Oh. They're producers. I just went to the producer. I'm not going to lie. I, I never remember their names. Same here. But I remember one starts with an A and one starts with a J. <laughs> I'm the worst. It's kind of like Maroon 5. Like, I don't know any of the other members' names, but I do know... Um, Adam Levine. Adam Levine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to learn. I was like, I, Maroon I do, 5 is just Adam Levine and the other guys. What yeah. other bands are like that? I mean, for me, it would have been One Direction. I only knew uh, Harry Styles. Okay, no, because I knew I all said of them. for me... Yeah, but Harry Styles. But like commonly, I feel like it's pretty common for like Maroon Five to be just referred to as like Adam Levine. Yeah, that's true. Um, One Direction is Harry Styles, Zayn Malik, Liam Payne, Niall bleh, Horan, bleh, and bleh. oh fuck, what is the last one? Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> Louis Tomlinson. I remember because I used to love One Direction. I think. When anyone thinks about the Jonas Brothers, they only think about Joe Jonas. Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like, if anything, people commonly forgot about Kevin because Kevin was just, like, a lot older. Yeah. I don't know who Kevin Jonas is. He's one of the Jonas Brothers, obviously. I don't know who the Jonas Brothers are. Um, what other band? I mean, I, I keep thinking of, like, things that are, like, like in sync. Justin, like Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Yeah. Backstreet but that's Boys. Like, Backstreet Boys was Backstreet Boys. None of them really. I mean, Nick Carter. Like, he had Wait, a. Like, was Nick Carter in Backstreet Boys? Yeah, because Aaron Carter was like his brother. And like they were like, oh, Aaron Carter is Nick Carter's brother. And Nick Carter was in Backstreet Boys. Uh, um, yeah. I, you I can't know. think of any more? No, I can't think of any more. I feel like. I'll think of them in like four hours. Oh, well, randomly. yeah. Because there's like older bands that like they, the guys spun off from like, and they were solo artists. But um, Maroon 5 has always been like, has Adam Levine ever done a solo album or does he always just do Maroon 5 stuff? I don't know. Oh, Fallout Boy. Fallout okay. Boy is like just Pete Wentz. 
What about right. what's that? Or Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco. Brendan Urie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are two other bands. I feel like people only really know like the front men. Rolling Stones, I'd say the the uh, Mick Jagger, and then um, right. what's the other guy? And then there's the other guy, but then everyone else kind of is just like. And the other guy. There's like uh, I remember, I can't remember his name because there, like there's a bunch of there's like a few people in that band, but I like Mick Jagger is like the big one. I'm trying to think of bands from now, but then there's like not a lot of bands nowadays. Like a lot of things are just like people with like other people behind them. Right. I mean, uh, Alabama Shakes. I mean, no, she went off and did her own solo thing. I'm just trying. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I mean, Maroon 5 was a good one, babe. That was like what you think. I mean, and it helps that he has his own like career, like outside of Maroon 5. Like he's an actor. Like he's the he was the worst choker ever on screen. Adam Levine. Oh, no. What's wait? Who, You're thinking of, thinking of some Jared Leto. Is it what? Isn't he in a band? Jared Leto is, he's in 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah, there's another one. Yeah, yeah we did it. We did it. High five. I got there. We did it. <laughs> that took a while. All right, anyway. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Palm Springs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the, uh, the name probably could have been a lot better. I didn't really I thought like you liked that. No, I was just like, I just thought it was funny that it was... They were like, let's just name it where it is. Yeah, Palm Springs. Springs. Palm Springs was like its own character. No. Yeah, I I don't know why they people people say that New York City is its own character in this movie. I mean, I guess. No, that's never a thing. New York City can't be a character. It's a setting. Same with this, and the setting was like part of the movie, but also it could have taken place anywhere that had a cave, like any desert. Like yeah, random or desert a mountain Utah. could have been on a beach next to a mountain that had a cave in it. Like it could have been a beach wedding. Like it just. What are other names? Like it could have been called Wedding Day. Yeah, we said that, but it's too close to Groundhog's Day. Yeah, uh, it could have been called uh, Maid of Honor. Maid of no, Honor. No, I don't think so. Isn't Maid of Honor already a movie? Yeah, I think so. Um, I would give it uh like six out of ten. Wedding time. Six out of ten. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that seems like a good one. I, I thought it was pretty 6. funny. 6.5 for me. Yeah, it was like really funny and I enjoyed it. it was like I laughed out loud a bunch. Good short movie. I enjoy a movie where people die repetitively and like come back to life and it's like funny because it makes light of death, which is horrible. And it's sad <laughs> all the time and it makes me sad. So it's fun when it's not a thing that's like, oh, thank God I'm not yeah. sad about it constantly. Movies that... Um, you know, experiment with this idea that we can uh, repeat a day and just live for, and just live forever, um, are very interesting to me. Have you seen Groundhog's Day? No. Let's watch that. It's on our list. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll watch it. Yeah, and then like, cause we've we've actually watched a couple of these type of things together. I feel like this is not our first looping a day over what? and over again. What else did we watch? I don't remember. Well, how can you say that then? I just said I thought we did. I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had. I was like looking to you to see if I was right. No, I don't remember. So I have we, a really bad see, memory. Okay, Happy Death Day. We didn't see Happy Death Day two together, did we? No. no. Um. Okay, maybe we haven't, but I know I've watched a bunch of them. Yeah. What else did we watch these last couple of weeks? We've been watching Golden Girls. Yeah, I love Golden Girls. Yeah, Blanche is the worst. We did just watch an episode that was incredibly racist, but... Well, yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, a lot of these episodes, like, they just don't age appropriately. Right. Like they're it, it feels like at the time they're trying, but well, it's just in the wrong place. I feel like they, the episode was... Um, it had Mario Lopez in it, and I feel like it's the first time there was a Mexican person on the episode. Yeah, as far as I can tell. Or somebody that they wanted people to know was Mexican. Because, yeah, they went to extreme lengths. Yeah, <laughs> because, so basically, like, Dorothy is tutoring him. One day, someone comes to their house and is well, like... He writes a poem. And she, she like, submits, submits it, it to somewhere. Yeah, but and then... he wins. They're all happy. They're having a celebration. Then somebody comes into their house and is like, 
yeah, he's going to be deported. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, he's an illegal immigrant. He's and gone just away. Like what? You like, that is his only storyline. Like he couldn't yep. have just been a good student and a good writer. It's like, yeah, you was, thought, I mean, you couldn't felt like, very like, like I said, like white savior, like Dorothy was there to try to like save him and get him out of the situation. And like, and she couldn't even save him. I know, but he you know, getting deported and yeah. nothing, no resolution. A lot of those episodes are like that. They have no resolution. Ever. Yeah, it's just like, oh, well, he's going to go back to Mexico. And they're like, we're going to fight for you. And then they go and they make a joke in the kitchen and Blanche laughs and they go to credits. And it's like, well, whoa. And then <laughs> just like up. the terminology they use. Like, I don't think you should refer to people as illegal immigrants or like illegal aliens. And yeah. I, they said that like constantly throughout the episode. And I just like. I don't know. I don't like when people call people like illegal. I don't think yeah. that is real. No, I mean, obviously, like as a concept, like, I don't know. In the U.S., people think it's very real. But I don't know. If just anything, because Americans themselves are illegal immigrants. Yeah, I agree with you, babe. I don't think we should be calling anyone illegal. Like, it's just a weird time because this country was founded on immigration. And it's weird to be like, nope, now we're not that now we hate immigrants and it's like that's well, just fucking ridiculous americans just pretend like we were here first and we just weren't that's no. just not the truth no literally we like, like are we taught that we came from here from native americans we don't even address the fact that we like stole so much land from native america and we're yeah. still trying to steal their land yeah like we gave them back land and then we took it again like there we was something it's messed up bro i was reading about something that was it was literally called the Indian Removal Act. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember like what, who like enacted it. But the dialogue towards people of color is very problematic. I feel like <laughs> Golden Girls is very funny. It's just also like yeah, a, it is very um, funny. this caricature of what elderly, rich, white womanhood is like they're not they're, they're just like well to do they're all living together because they're not like rich, i mean yeah but, but they're like not poor you no know? they're not yeah. no they're middle class white older white women and you can definitely see what their view of the world was in the right. 80s right their view of the world in the 80s was like is like exactly what we're talking about now as being super racist toxic it's not a good environment to live in because like all their connection to anything um that's not white is always superficial there was like an asian character in one of the episodes uh, I was, yeah too. i was gonna bring that up yeah and um what's her name sophia is the mom and she's like trying to like pretty much hook up with this character and he's like their gardener or something. Yeah, they're I don't care- know, but he like, can't yeah, speak handyman. English and he like only says like the same word over and over again. And it's just like very annoying to watch because I'm just like they didn't even give this person any dimension. They just wanted him to be there to like for the punchline because he's Asian and can't speak English. Yeah, that was the joke. I think since they felt like they were having one of their characters be interested in him, that they were like, this is perfect. Like, she's into him, so we can do anything we want. Right. And that's just not <laughs> true. It's like not. They thought they were giving him some kind of agency, but yeah, like you don't give someone agency by not letting them speak properly. Yeah. You know? If he had just been a normal eight older Asian man, it would have been much better. But like it, he just spoke they had fluent to, English and, you know, was happened to be Asian also. Just ate normal food, but they had right. of course like have, had to have sushi. sushi. Uh, I mean the next night he she cooked for him, but still it's like really like he had to have sushi and right. I, I mean and it's just so funny to see people back in the eighties eating sushi where they're like, What is this? Yeah. Oh, and, and she now. throws it in her purse and she's like, Yum and it's like now I'm like right. that's fuck like that shit's good. I love sushi. I love sushi. Um, but yeah, sushi's amazing, and it's weird that it's weird to me to see things from like the past being like, "Wow, this raw fish," Blech. and it's like, "No, that shit's good." Blech. Blech. But overall, Golden Girls is great. I love it. I think yeah, it's so the funny. humor in it is like it still holds up, and that's why it's like good. What still? What did your friend say? Rama said something about it on Facebook. He was saying how there's like a joke every other line, and it hits every time. Yeah, they they literally are like every it does every, every like joke. two or three lines is a setup, and then like <laughs> a line later, it's like a, yeah, it's very good writing. 
right sitcom wise it yeah. just isn't it doesn't age well because it's old yeah. and that's kind of that's also why we shouldn't be removing things like this from the internet we should be putting up warnings beforehand to tell the people why these are problematic yeah instead of just removing it because then we can't learn if there's like something like a lesson to learn from it they should put that up before it and then you could just watch and you can know Oh, this isn't right, but I know that. Yeah, because a lot of people are going through, like, old episodes of things now and, like, taking them off of, like, streaming services and trying yeah. to pretend they never happened, which they, is They removed a 30 Rock episode. Yeah. Yeah, the one where Jenna does blackface. Yeah. We shouldn't be removing it. We should be educating ourselves and, like, leaving it up there. Like, they're not, like, Breakfast, breakfast at Tiffany's hasn't been, like, removed, has it's it? It's just, like, a, it's a reflection of the times. Yeah. We're also watching Family Matters. We're we checking haven't watched that out. it in a while, but um, I, I, I used to watch it a lot as a kid because it would always I would always watch Full House and Family Matters because it was always like marathons of it on Nick at Night. Yeah. The, when I see people make fun of sitcoms online, like on SNL or anything, this Family Matters is like that sitcom. <laughs> like they have all those moments that are like those trope sitcom moments. And, and I'm also so surprised... At how little Urkel is in the first season. Or at least yeah. the first, like, eight episodes we've watched. I think we saw him once. I've seen him three times. Oh, okay. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. It's always been in the opening. Yeah. That little, like, opening segment. He's shown up, like, three times in Maybe that opening. Maybe they just were trying to figure out, like, what to do with it. They knew who they wanted him as a character. They just didn't know, like, what to do with him as a character. The last episode we watched was the first time he did his catchphrase. Oh, did I do that? Yeah. And he did it. He didn't even do it that good. He was like, oh, did I do that? And I was like, that's not how you say it. Well, obviously, you know, it's going to evolve. Yeah. But it's kind of um, funny to see like like this character. I was like, oh, this is the show with Urkel. And then Urkel's barely in right. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Because he's like literally the main person on their um, the like, like, cover photo. Yeah, for Hulu, it's like, there's it's just Urkel. It's like Urkel and then all the rest of the family is in the background. Yeah, and so it's weird to not see him as much as like you'd think. Right. We're also watching uh, Steven Universe. Oh, yeah. we're That's really, it's been a fun rewatch for I me. I really like, oh, yeah, like, you already watched it. Yeah. I, this is my first time watching Steven Universe, and I really like it. Yeah. I love cartoons that cater to um, children and adults. Yeah. I think they're great. I think it makes me really happy watching them because they have great storylines and, like, great lessons throughout them. And, like, you know, like, my nieces and nephews watch these shows, and it makes me happy that they're watching them because they always have, like... I might have said this in, like, a recent... Uh, previous episode of ours but we were watching like adventure time yeah i was about to say that yeah and they all have like great stories about like healthy relationships and like being able to resolve things in a in a healthy way yeah and having a good and how, what it means to be a good friend and what it means to you know just like get in a fight and like yeah forgive each other or like come to a spot where you're not a hundred percent forgiving that person, but you're working on a relationship. Like, yeah. There's a lot of dialogue about like being yourself and how important that is. And I, really I just like think that too. Yeah. I think it, it kind of deals with more complex human emotions than right. just the basic, like, Oh, this is what you're happy or this is sad. Like, it's like, Oh, there's like there, they deal a lot with like death and time stuff, yeah. and how time is like there's a lot of time behind us and there's going to be a lot of time in front of us right. and no matter what it's like that's it's like you're not going to be here anymore but like it's like time is an inevitable and yeah. it, 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 that's like a, one of the big lessons of adventure time which it's like a weird thing for a children's show <laughs> yeah and it's something that i feel like as like my nieces and nephews if they like watch it again in 10 years it'll still hit them you know like it'll still be good for them yeah i mean um, especially because it'll be like super nostalgic for them and right. they'll see like a more adult layer than they did when they were children yeah like and it's I great that these themes are just within them and like they're not so blatant but they're there because you know we're very much shaped by the media we consume and it's great that um these shows exist. I love yeah. it. But Steven Universe um, specifically. <laughs> I always, I like Adventure Time and Steven Universe because there's a lot of Koreans that work on both of the shows. Yep, I yep. think that's really cool. I'm pretty sure Steven Universe, one of the writers that was on Steven Universe left to, or 
an adventure time, she left to create Steven Universe. Oh, okay. But yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's because what happened. In Adventure Time, one of um, Bimo is voiced by a Korean person. Yeah. And um, and then what's the unicorn's name in Adventure Time? Um, Princess There's... Unicorn? <laughs> I just put princess in front of the name. <laughs> what's that frog? Rainicorn? Saying? No, it's a rainicorn. Oh, rainicorn. Rainicorn. That sounds right. Rainicorn language. Someone typed rainicorn language. Lady Rainicorn. Yeah. Lady Rainicorn speaks only Korean. And yeah. I really liked it because I would like be able to understand what she was saying. And it's so interesting because they don't even have subtitles in the show for yeah. their, those characters. Usually it's Jake responding to them, those yeah. characters. and Or Princess uh, Bubblegum. Yeah. And they, they just like talk about it like it's normal. And I really like that because I feel like so often we approach, you know, people we perceive to have these large differences we approach them with like, I don't know if caution's the right word, but it's it's like when you talk to an old person and you're like, "Can you hear me?" You know yeah. what I mean. And uh, you suddenly like either try to infant infantilize, infantilize yeah. your like language towards them, and it's the same thing with like when like white people speak to like people with accents they like speak slower yeah or they speak a little bit louder they're like, yeah they're like they try oh to, like, do you know yeah. like take my yeah. money it's they like people talk what like that to my parents a lot it's Whoa. very fucking annoying that's fucked up anyway <laughs> well that's the thing yeah they never talk to lady Rainicorn like that right. they talk they, to her always just like it's a conversation just a part of you know their lives there's a whole episode where lady Rainicorn's running around like looking for jake i think yeah but Literally, there's like it's just Princess Bubblegum and Lady Corn for the whole eleven minutes, and there's all these scenes where Lady Rainicorn's just talking to Princess Bubblegum, and she's just going off and going off, and like Princess Bubblegum's like, uh huh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, uh, and it's just like one of the best because you never like unless you want to spend the time to get to know Korean or like want to do something like you're not gonna understand, but I right. love that about it because it's like I'm sure you can put the subtitles on, yeah, there. but it's like a children's show, like it's teaching that like it's not like a weird thing to hear this stuff it's normal and that's not a big american thing that's not like something in america we teach everyone like that and that's why there's so many ties into like golden girls and how they treated this foreign person as a completely different entity yeah she talked to him that way right in adventure yeah exactly in adventure time lady rainicorn is just a part of their community yeah. And they don't treat her or him any differently. Jake and her are in a relationship, a happy yeah. relationship. Yeah. They don't. It's amazing. Like, I love that that exists. Yeah. For, and it's marketed towards children. Oh, then there's some more Steven Universe. I feel like we're going to have to loop back and talk about at some point when we finish the show, because there's going to be a lot of themes like that later in the show that I think, uh, are going to come up and are really cool. And I yeah. can't wait for Ashley to see it. I want I've been showing, trying to watch like two episodes a night. Have you seen it all? I haven't. I've seen up through till the like middle of the last season. And then I haven't seen the movie. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited to finish that. Um, yeah. There's a part where they move somewhere else for a little bit. And I've seen that. Oh. And that's like, they don't, well, you'll see. They do and they don't. You'll you'll know you'll see when that happens. Yeah, we watched in Bruges. Oh yeah, we watched in Bruges. Should we do a different episode on yeah, that? I yeah, I think so. That's I like a big one. That's like maybe our next episode will be that because in Bruges was just like insane. <laughs> that was a movie when I was in high school. I started and I was like, this is boring, yeah. and I turned it off. And then I almost I think Ashley, you were kind of feeling the same way in the beginning of it because it didn't make any sense to me. Like it wasn't linear. So I was just like upset. Yeah, <laughs> I was it like, kind I don't of, understand anything. That's it going was on. like there was like an act missing in the beginning. Right. I think that's kind of what they wa- wanted right. to go yeah, for. It was like, oh, you'll learn everything about what happened. But you're just showing up right after this big thing happened. And mm-hmm. like you're going to get the details from them. I I mean, by the end of the movie, movie, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Colin Farrell's in it. Yeah, he's he, a, he so, plays an so asshole. Funny. It was so funny. <laughs> he was funny. Yeah, but he was um, a he was a biggest dick. And, yeah, but it was also he like was the worst. It was it seemed like an asshole who was trying to be good, but he yeah. couldn't because he was such a dick. And so every time he get in a conversation, he'd just say the worst <laughs> thing. 
<laughs> but even then, he's like still not the worst person in the movie. No, like, n- by yeah. far. I, even the worst person in the movie was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. He was so funny. Yeah, <laughs> Voldemort. I was like, he looks very strange with the nose. Yeah. Okay, okay. We'll stop talking yeah, about okay. it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll re- say a little preview. A little for preview. Next yeah. episode. We'll say all this again. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, sorry if it's repetitive in the next one, but... Oh, you you like it. We also watch Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. We saw Hamilton last year in San Francisco live. But, you know, it's a very different experience when you watch it on TV. Yeah, and with, like, the original cast. The original cast. Broadway cast. And, the, like, the cool close-ups and stuff. Like, right. You don't, you just don't get that in a theater. You, no. don't, you don't see, like, obviously you can see their facial expressions. You can, like, pick up on what's happening. But the intimacy that, like, the musical on Disney Plus allows is so... Yeah, because it's even different from like if it was all just filmed from like the audience perspective. Right. But they just they they, get right up in there. I think they said they filmed like three days. It was like a Sunday. They filmed like two live. um, I thought it was Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, they filmed like two live performances and then they did like they spent two days doing like or one day doing like close ups or something. So I heard that their down day is only on Monday. They only get one day off a week. And that and was for the day. that week. Yeah, they had to do two shows Saturday and Sunday. Then they they got up and went to the theater at like 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And they shot for like 18 hours or something. And Insane. then they had to do a whole nother week of shows. And so right. like some people were saying like in those close ups and stuff, you could tell that people were tired already because right. they'd already done a whole week of shows and this was their day off. Yeah. And like, you're like, Oh, if you look there, a little, some of them just look a little tired. Right. But it but paid off. I thought you it know, looked great. They just, they get this really cool piece of, um, media that they get to live with for the rest of their lives and look back on. I think that's so cool. And a lot of musicals don't get that. Yeah. I mean, I've been listening to Hamilton since like probably yeah probably Since like they put it on spotify or 2016 is that where you heard it first spotify yeah spotify yeah. like i just listened to the album like religiously um do you understand the story just listening to the album yeah okay there were some characters that i didn't understand who was who till i need till i put like a like a face. I think to it, it was really just because I listened to it so much. Yeah, well, and yes. I like would read the lyrics. That's what I was thinking. And like, Hamilton is one of those musicals that has very little dialogue, and the pretty much the entire musical is like in the in the soundtrack. There's yeah. like maybe like two or three parts that you don't get within the soundtrack. Yeah, uh, we've watched it. I feel like over ten times now. Yeah, we keep putting it on at night to fall asleep too. Yeah, it's and nice. It's just stuck I, in even my head I do all it. the time. Like I'm literally straight up. It. I've been singing Angelica. it all morning. There's like what I've been singing all morning is like um, the one where it's like don't do it or uh, what is it um, where they're saying like he's meeting that girl and that he's going to sleep with and they're like say no to this. Yeah. Say, say, say no, no to this. this. Say Daddy, no say. to this. Oh. And then like, yeah, it's just say no to this over and over again for three minutes. That's what it is. I yeah. thought I was listening to it last yeah, night. They, they just, just say, say, say no to this, no to this over and over. I just say no to this. You just say no to this. We say no to this. They say no to this. We. All right. Um, that, yeah, that song's been stuck in my head all day. I just like love that musical so much. I think it's so well written. There's so many good songs in it. Like it, every time great you songs, think you're yeah. like, it can't get another good song. You're like, okay, I get it. Uh, we're like, right, because they get to that hurricane song, and I'm like, all right, yeah, finally. Hurricane like a, is my least favorite song. Yeah, it's just like the most like mundane uh, one yeah, to me. It's just like it doesn't. Boring. Yeah, and then like I get it. I and know at why that it's point, there. you're like, oh. This is where, like, the rest of the songs from here on out are not going to be so good. Like, he put all this up. And then it, like, good songs keep happening. Like, straight up, like, right after that song, I think, is, like, the one where it's, like, you ain't going to be president no more. You ain't going to be president no more. You're never going to be president now. Never going to be president now. Never going to be president now. Never going to be president I love that. That shit is so much. Now I'm going to be president. I watched, like, Lin-Manuel do a breakdown of my shot. Um, and it was really good. He said that um, he was alluding a lot to like Notorious B.I.G. and Jay-Z in that song. Yeah, you could tell. I just think that's so interesting. Um, I feel like people really don't understand that it's like literally a hip hop and rap musical. No, yeah. Until you watch it. He goes through like 
all the different genres of R&B and rap and hip hop that like, because there's like so much R&B, rap and hip hop at this point that there's like all these different sub genres. And he kind of just goes through them all. And like he takes little like references to certain songs and throws them in like almost like to the window, to the wall, Mm -hmm. like that part where Angelica is like saluting. They're like to the wall, to the wall, to the union, to the union. union. That part always reminds me of to the window, to to the the wall. wall. <laughs> to the sweatshirt demo. That always is. It's just that, but a musical. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. That's it's, next time you hear it. I think it, that is that though. It's that just makes the, sense. It's the same like um, syncopation. It's yeah. like like yeah. to the window, to the wall, like yeah. to the union. Because like that's the thing. It's like it's like taking that little thing that everyone knows and like oh I will incorporate that little bit and then. Yeah. But write a whole nother song around I think it. That's why it's so like widely loved because you know there's so many people who can it. It feels familiar to bingo, being gizzo. You know, Lin Manuel just talks a lot about how important it is that this story is being told from like black and brown bodies, and because really this country was built on the backs of black and brown bodies. Yeah, and I think it's very important that we have this as a mainstream thing right now. And I mean, I mean, it's good. And it's weird. Cause it's like, there's all these jokes about like white people getting on board with it. And it's like, Oh, as soon as you hear Hamilton, you're or, as soon as you hear Hamilton, you're going to be on board. And the best thing is like, I showed it to my parents. And then the next day they were like, they're like, show oh, us that song. Show, what's that, that, what's one, that song? one? Oh, what this is, is my favorite song. song I, now. Love the king. I, I love the, the king. He's the oh greatest. My oh my God. <laughs> um, we're going to watch it later. Okay. When yeah. you, it's like, they totally were those people. I think people are intimidated by like the length of it. Yeah. It's very it's, long. It's very long, but you know, honestly, once you just like, if you sit down and you're like, I'm going to do this, it's really easy. I want to talk about Leslie Odom Jr. for a moment because he was so, so sexy. fucking good. No, well, <laughs> <laughs> he's just so good in this as Aaron Burr. He is. He's like, really good. I feel like physically uncomfortable watching him play Aaron Burr because Aaron Burr is obviously a very insecure character. Wait for it. And it, he just plays that so well and portrays this like very insecure, jealous man. Yeah. And being able to see close-ups of him, I think, is very special. Yeah, because he's like acting his ass off on yeah. stage. He's and like a lot like of the them are. Best. I mean, they're all incredible, but he I think just blows it out of the water. Yeah. Him and um Eliza are like Eliza and Peggy. Philippa Sue plays Eliza and Renee Ellis Goldberry. The like they're also or good. Elise Goldberry. I think God, they're funny. good. They're, it's just like an amazing cast <laughs> and it's like the songs are amazing. If you sit down and watch it and you haven't, you're gonna love it. Somebody was talking about how um, watching Hamilton can be jarring because Lin-Manuel Miranda doesn't, he's not the greatest vocalist and seeing like, you know, him sing right next to like Philippa Sue or Renee Elise Goldberry who are just like these incredible vocalists, it can be a little bit jarring because it's like such a difference. But I mean, obviously Lin-Manuel is so talented. Yeah. Like that's who I wanted to see do it. But I heard from people that like were like people that like went to see it regularly in Broadway. They're like, go see it on Sunday night because that's when Lin Manuel's not in it. <laughs> and so they were like, his understudies every Sunday. Everybody else is in it except for Lin Manuel Miranda. Go see it on Sunday. That is funny. Yeah, that's like um, I heard that online or something. Also, David Diggs is really good. I love David Diggs. He's just, you know, those raps in I, like Right Hand Man. I like his um, clipping, his like, uh, yeah, his he, rap persona. His, yeah. Dude, I love his music. It's like clipping, period, right? Yeah, clipping. It's lowercase c. Yeah. Lowercase c, period. Um, well, yeah, lowercase c, clipping, lowercase period. Lowercase c, l, i, p, p. The first song. G, period. <laughs> <laughs> the first song I heard by him was this one called Deep. And it was all about babies that were born from mothers that were thrown from slave ships because they didn't want to deal with their pregnancies. Oh and they sank down below and they, they were still born under the water. And so they they began a society of like little black people, like uh, underwater babies that grew up. And then there was like an underwater society of black people or well, just an underside society of people. And then we, now it's now, and they're drilling for oil and stuff. And so the people under the water start to revolt and come up to the land and kill everyone. And that's... Wait, this is a song? Yeah. 
Oh, I need to listen to it. Dude, it's one of the first songs I heard by him, and it blew my mind. And I've tried to get other people to listen to it, but it starts off really slow. And it's like four minutes, and it takes a while, but like... Oh, I love like just the concept. Like, how are you rap? Like, what the? It's like such a cool concept to rap about that I haven't heard anyone else ever do. So another one of his songs is about a a guy who's an arsonist that stopped doing it, but he told one person, and then that one person's coming after him and his family. Wow, dude, his his music's just like something I haven't like heard people rap about before. I believe he got the call that he had the part for Hamilton while he was working as a delivery guy. That's really cool. cool. I love those stories. Yeah, me too. Like Bill Hader was an AE when he got the call for SNL. Really? Yep. He was working at a place I worked at. Yeah. It's weird. Like, like, I miss Barry. (laughs) Did we ever look up if Barry was going to come back? It was supposed to. I don't think they, I don't know if they finished filming. I miss Barry so much. Um, But yeah, Hamilton, you know, I could literally talk about this for probably five hours, but I'm really glad it's on Disney+. Plus. I love that for a while, Hamilton seemed very inaccessible for people. And now it's very accessible to everyone. I think that's so cool. I don't think they started filming before the uh, COVID. So they it's going to be a while. Yeah, they said it's not going to come out till next year. Oh my God, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Oh man, that One sucks. time my Siri went off and someone thought I, I was having a serious conversation with someone and they thought I was recording them. And oh my God. Like, That's a paranoid person right there. Yeah, I was like, first of all, <laughs> I just have my phone in my hand and... Like normal You know, humans. like you literally, sometimes you'll just accidentally like hold down your like side button and Siri will go off. Yeah. And she'll be like, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. What? You're recording me? It's like, why would I, why, what? Why would Siri ask and that, person <laughs> that question was like, if I was recording? I hope you're not recording me because that's a very illegal. And I'm like, well, I'm not fucking recording you. And also so it's, it's not like, very illegal. It's very legal. <laughs> I think it's legal in some states. Illegal? Legal. It's, oh, le- it's like different. Unless they make you sign a waiver before a discussion or like at some point you've signed a waiver with that person, then... You're you should be fine to record them. Um, There's like oh, there is like a two party consent law in California. So yeah, but that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother first time. Hamilton. We love Hamilton and Steven Universe. We enjoyed Palm Springs, and now we're gonna go. I'm pointing at her to try to harmonize with me. Go. Come on, I can't hold my breath forever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, I think that is it. Hamilton gets 10 out of 10 always in my heart. So. I like Adventure Time 10 out of 10. Um, Yeah, Hamilton's great 10 out of 10. Um, Yeah, we're going to talk about it in Bruges soon. So just wait for that in six weeks. (laughs) (laughs) See you never, guys. Bye. Bye.